Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. Well, we had a very exciting weekend of some great Division Three golf. Let's jump right into it. First, let's start with the ladies' side of things. Uh, not a ton of activity this past weekend, but we have more coming up this week and then into next weekend with the Jekyll Island Tournament. But uh, the ladies were at the Milliken Detchert Classic. Hope I said that right. In Red Tail Run in Decatur, Illinois, hosted by Milliken. So, uh, really nice tournament. Uh, won by Carthage College. Uh, second place, Augustana College out of Illinois. And then third place, DePaul University from Indianapolis, the in Indiana area. Milliken, the host, finished fourth, which was a, a good move up. They moved up two spot, spots uh, from day one as we moved into that. On the individual side, you know, when we talked earlier this year about the national rankings for the ladies. We mentioned Wash U in St. Louis, and now they were going to have some freshmen on the team. Well, we saw some of that at Milliken. Uh, Caroline Oakley, one of the freshmen from Wash U, came up as an individual to play and won the tournament. 75, 76, 151, wins the tournament by one over Kate Munro from Carthage, who was at 78, 74. Um, really good golf playing there. Um, two people, two ladies tied for third, Avery Frick from Augustana and Paige Sanfilippo. I think I got that one right. Paige, uh, from DePaul University, uh, both tied for third. Really, uh, good playing. Some really great golf being played here by these ladies. Um, but what I would say is if Caroline Oakley's, uh, good sense of the freshman at Wash U, I think their national ranking is is pretty well deserved. So we'll keep our eye on that. That's the most focus that we have for the ladies right now. Again, I think there's going to be some more tournaments this week that we'll keep our eye on. We'll probably do a little bit about that on Twitter. And then I know there's a big ladies portion of the Jekyll tournament that we're also going to preview uh, later this week. So stay tuned for more of the ladies on the D3 side. Coming back to the men's side, Let's start in Timbergate Golf Course at Edinburgh, Indiana with the Franklin College Spring Invite. Uh, Three-team tournament, so, so not a ton of players there, but a really nice win by Franklin College and our guys out there in Indiana. Um, they, they were five shots back of Wabash uh, starting after, after round one and came in with a really solid 296 today, um, getting Wabash by 10 today, which got them in front by five. Also, the third team there was Spalding University, another great Division Three university. And I apologize, but I have to do this. Spalding! I can't think, be thinking about golf and not say it that way. So, we love you guys. We can't wait to see you all again. But a really nice performance by Franklin. I mean, 299, 296, sub 300 uh, on, a, on a good, long golf course that I'm sure was wet um, and, and playing all of that yardage. So, a really nice win by the Franklin College Grizzlies. All right, back to Decatur, Illinois, where the Big Blue Spring Opener was being held by Milliken University on the men's side. Uh, they were at Southside Country Club in Decatur, Illinois. Uh, won today by Webster University, which is out of the St. Louis Intercollegiate Athletic Conference. Uh, really nice Division Three program there. Good solid rounds here. 295, 294 for a 589. Um, pretty solid golf there. Second place, Milliken University. And third place, Carthage. 
uh, both out of the Collegiate Conference of Illinois and Wisconsin. Um, a really great plan. And then uh, Loris College finished tied for fourth with Concordia, Wisconsin. Uh, Loris, of course, is from the American Rivers Conference, which is uh, several of the Iowa schools as well. So a uh, good golf, a little higher scores there. Um, I'm going to guess it was, you know, we're talking about more northern places, so it's probably long, wet and cold, colder temperatures. Uh, but, but some really good play. On the individual side, uh, Will Hawker from Webster took away medalist honors today. Three under total, really solid golf. 69 round one, 70 round two for a 139 total. He, he won by eight shots um, overall. And tied for second place was was Sergio Ronchal for North Central College and Zach Cisla. Again, I, if I could get the SIDs to send me phonetic spellings, that would be great. And from Webster, he was tied for second along with Tyler Reitz from Milliken. Really solid playing again. So 76-71 for Sergio, uh, 74-73 for Zach, and 73-74 for Tyler, which is Really good golf. Um, Jordan Carlton from Concordia, Wisconsin, and Cole Pickett from Webster, both tied fifth with six over. So really good playing. It was some good go- golf being played. We had some B-team activity, but, you know, looking around, at, okay, Midwest schools are finally getting up and running. That's the biggest thing that I love to see is we're starting to get some golf in the in the northern part hemisphere of the, of the country here. So... Really happy that we're able to kind of get this activity going, and it's going to only going to pick up. So we're keeping our eye here, and I think as April picks up, um, I'm going to be very busy uh, talking about results. My only ask is, can we get some more live scoring? Um, as you saw with the the next turn, we're going to talk about. I I will hype it up about as much as I possibly can um, when I'm allowed to. So uh, all you coaches out there, keep. Keep get me that live scoring so we can keep uh, talking about and celebrating this this wonderful game of Division Three golf and the and the wonderful universities that make it up. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. That's right. The biggest occurrence this weekend was the Tiger Invite at Forest Creek, hosted by Hampton Sydney College. What a tournament! I mean, fireworks all weekend. Awesome golf. We got some great shots from some of the teams from the pictures there, including Michael Jordan's locker. Okay, as a former D3 basketball guy and golf guy, really, really hitting me where the feels with that, that there's a golf course with Jordan's locker at it. Very cool. All right. Here's where we're going to start with this. First, let's just set up who is at the tournament. You have 10 of the top 20 schools in the country from the most recent Golf Coaches Association rankings. You have both teams tied for second, number four, number five, number six, number seven, number eight, tied for 11th, 16th, and tied for 18th. Is that any good? Oh yeah. Here's the best part. The golf was even better. All right. Going into round one, a little bit of back and forth. It's it's really, you know, nip and tuck. We get to the end of round one, and we've got Hampton Sydney, the host, tied with Methodist University, 289-1 over. Rock solid playing. Emery, welcome back. Happy to have you. 
sits in third alone, 291 at plus three. You have Huntington College and Piedmont College tied for fourth after the first round, followed by Guilford, Washington and Lee, Carnegie Mellon. Welcome back to the fold, fellas. Oglethorpe, Averett, Greensboro, Randolph-Macon, Hanty Siddons, B-Team, and Shenandoah. All right. So you've got... All right, you've got Hampton-Sydney. Hampton-Sydney, who is number six in the most recent rankings, tied with Methodist, who's number five. No shocker. Methodist just won in Savannah, playing great. We were out actually they were out actually early, pretty under par. But but like I said, things have kind of evened out a little bit. And what's been really interesting is as you go through this, the five sums really change how you look at a golf tournament. It's really impactful because you have all the entire team playing a par five at the same time or a tough par three at the same time. You could get a three to five shot swing for one team. Well, it also depends on where you are. And so if you were watching some of my coverage on Twitter, you can see the big swings. And so it was really interesting to kind of watch the first day as, you know, we're not really used to playing in fivesomes a ton. I mean, we played fivesomes historically at the Savannah tournament, but not to this level. And so it's been a little bit of a learning curve to be like, oh, wait a second, who has what left? Right there, you know, Emory is looking really solid. Remember, Emory's still tied for second. I mean, I know Emory and Carnegie Mellon didn't make it to Savannah, but Emory was tied for second with Huntington in the most recent poll, and Carnegie Mellon was fourth for a reason. Those guys are all really, really good, and they showed out this this week. Um, so much good golf. On the individual side, after the first round, I mean, 12 guys even or better, or 13 guys, excuse me, 13 guys. Uh, so Alan Smith from Hampton City College was in the lead after round one with a five under 67, tied with... Henry Anger, Angrier from Methodist University. Cooper Rayback from Rayback from Methodist also with a 68-4 under in the first round. Uh, Pierce Robinson, Washington and Lee, a first round 69, along with Max Schwartz from Emory. So again, names we know, names we've been following along. Uh, if you go back and listen to our preseason uh, talk, we talked about a lot of these players um, coming in who had experience, knew what they were doing, as well, you're kind of looking down the board from an individual perspective. Uh, you know, James Mishu, who won at Savannah as, in the individual side for Guilford, he was tied for seventh with a one under 71. Uh, so, you know, as you get into the details, it, there's some really good golf being played. What I thought was really impressive when I was looking, digging through the scores was, you know, I'm looking to say, all right, who's kind of playing what? The interesting thing is, there's a cluster of four players tied for 14th and the first day with one over 73 that all played for Huntington. And so you're like, oh, okay, Huntington's poised to come back because they got four guys playing really, really well. And sometimes, you know, when we're watching the golf, it, you know, you have one guy go really low and bring the team with him, but sometimes it's kind of hard to follow that up. So when you see teams that have four or five guys packed inside that top 15, you, you watch them very closely for the second day. Leading into the second day, we knew there were going to be some serious fireworks. And boy, did this tournament not disappoint. As I was tweeting out sort of scores throughout the day, it was really interesting. So, like, you get through the first four holes, and the top six teams in the tournament were all within four shots. I mean, just it sort of bunched up really quick, and then it got really interesting. As we got into a little bit more of that, of that front nine. Now, remember, we're in shotgun start 
five sums across the entire golf course. So very different to say, hey, where'd you start? Where do you play in? Who has what holes left? Who's played what holes? Uh, interesting thing about Forest Creek, there was a par five uh, late in the round, late in the first nine and early in the second nine. So as you were getting into those two par fives, you could make you could make some hay, which was really interesting. But uh, Piedmont took a, a, a lead early and they, they kind of got five under really quickly and kind of surged out to a lead. And, and it was very interesting. Methodist was playing that 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 stretch of the tough par fours where it was dicey and they fell backwards. And then all of a sudden Piedmont and Guilford come jumping up and now they're, they're right there and battling for the lead with, you know, right in the close with Huntington right there as well. So you're watching this, you know, kind of go along and it's like, okay, then we get within four or five holes left. Piedmont is, is up by, with two shots to get, with two shots up on Huntington and Guilford is, you know, one more back after that. But as, as I said on Twitter, keep watching because Hampton, Sydney and Methodist were the only ones in that top group that had the par five 18th left. Everybody else had already played their par fives. So on the back nine there, 10 was a par five and 18 was a par five. So anybody that had started 16, 17, 15, they were, they only had the three tough par fours and a par, two par threes to play left. So there was no, you know, hey, we're going to make three birdies and, and get three under on one hole left. So as you were watching it, it was really interesting to kind of see the back and forth because you had to pay attention to where people were on the golf course. And that made a big, big difference. As it turns out, Methodist comes in and they nail, they absolutely nail 18. Two birdies and eagle and two pars on 18. Also, coming in on 17, Andre Chi holes out on 17 for Eagle. I mean, just phenomenal closing there. Just unbelievable to get that much out of those last two closing holes. That was just uh, really, really good golf. They surge back in front to get to plus four for the entire tournament. Unfortunately, Huntington, Piedmont, and Guilford all play really, really well, and they all finish plus five. So you get Methodist University winning back-to-back weeks in a super stacked field after some abs- just absolutely closing like a racehorse. Unbelievable closing. I mean, think about this. Really good golf. Your team shoots plus six. You'd have finished fifth on that tournament. Unbelievable. Um, but so here's the order of finish. Methodist wins plus four. Huntington, Piedmont, Guilford all tied for second with fifth, or at five over, excuse me. Emory, really nice first tournament out of the gate, finishes fifth. Hampton Sydney, the host, who had that great first day. Um, good playing today, not, not quite as good. They end up finishing sixth. And then what I talk about on the Twitter is, hey, there's always sort of a second tournament. And as we get into starting to think about nationals, this is where stuff really matters. And... The Oglethorpe University Stormy Petrels closed really, really strongly today in the second round. They come out and shoot a 287, one under, and they got two more spots up, and that put them ahead in seventh, which gets them ahead of Washington and Lee, Greensboro, Carnegie Mellon, and Averett. And so, it, and, and I'm just pointing this out because you can follow this in every tournament. You can look at the top of that tournament, but there's usually a spot somewhere in that six to 10 range, depending on how big the tournament is, that. There's jockeying for position. And as we know, when you look at the golf stat rankings, 
who you beat and how stacked the fields are matters. And that's how you really get into that. So uh, credit to the Oglethorpe guys. They came out strong. I mean, one under, That's the that was the second best round of the day. Uh, best round of the day was Guilford, two under, 286. Second best round, Oglethorpe, one under. Really, really strong playing. So that's kind of the way the team sh- shook out. Now, as we get into the individual tournament, I mean, I, I keep saying this. I keep pounding the table, but... I'm willing to stack up some of these Division Three guys against anybody. Great plan today. So really interesting that Max Schwartz and Pierce Robinson, Max from Emory, Pierce from Washington Lee, both shot 69 day one. They both come out and shoot a low low round today of 68 to finish tied for seven. Now, I don't think we did a playoff. If we did, send me a note. I'd love to know kind of what happened. With where we are and COVID stuff, I'm not sure that we're we're doing those things. Uh, two players from from Methodist tie for third. Henry Anger, Cooper Rayback, 72, uh, 67, 72 for Henry, 68, 71 for Cooper, five under. I mean, five under, great. You get tied for third. Unbelievable. Casper uh, Anderson from Averett, 71, 69 for four under, tied for fifth with Alan Smith from Hampton Sydney College after his 67 day one. Uh, comes back with a 73 today, but still really good golf for four under. Okay, now I'm going to get this name right. Mario Perez-Casar, the third from Piedmont College, 71-70 for a three under. He finished seventh. Addison Manning and James Michu, for both from Guilford, shoot 75-68 and 71-72 respectively for a one under, 143 total, tied for eighth. Really good plan. Uh, and then the top 10 rounding out. Carson Witten from Huntington College, 73-71, finished at even. Uh, yeah, and uh, Jason Hebrick, Piedmont College, also finished at even. Uh, also, there was a couple other rounds I want to highlight because we did have the, the the 468s from today were the low round today from Max Schwartz from Emory, Pierce Robinson from Washington and Lee, Addison Manning from Guilford, and our guy, Will Noth from Carnegie Mellon. Will, shout out to you. He's one of our, he was one of our first followers, so Will always gets a shout-out. Uh, but good plan. I mean, 68 today, rock solid. And Will shot 77 day one, rockets up the leaderboard with a 68 today, finished tied for 12. So really, really good playing. And I just keep watching this great golf after great golf, and it gets me more excited about uh, following more to be able to come in and keep watching some of this excellent golf like I said, I think I said what I wouldn't do for some hard cameras out there to be able to watch a lot of this golf come come in. But really impressive outing. I mean, boy, I don't, I'm, not, I'm telling you what, I, it's going to be hard to beat Methodist right now. They're up there with these two wins with the strength of schedule. It's going to be hard to beat. Um, I know I saw a lot of stuff about the golf stat rankings that came out earlier this week. I tend not to talk a lot about the golf stat rankings the first week they come out because it's a lot of win-loss stuff. I tend to lean on the coaches poll for the first week or two. I think we've had enough results now that the golf stat stuff, we'll start talking more about that when it comes out. But again, like if we'd have just said golf stat, we'd have said, oh, Emory isn't even ranked. They finished pretty high up in, in this tournament. You know, finishing fifth when there's 10 of the top 20 schools here is pretty rock solid. So again, I'm, I'm going to lean on the coaches polls for a little bit longer. As we get into that plus and minus and who's won and who's beat who, that's where I think the golf stat really comes into play. 
But kudos to everybody who played this weekend. That's awesome. <laughs> like I said, it just keeps going. We've got uh, some more tournaments this during the week here for the ladies. And then the big tournament this coming weekend is going to be down in Jekyll Island, uh, hosted by Oglethorpe University. Really excited to, to watch the live scoring happen for both the, the ladies' side and the men's side there. We haven't had enough live scoring on the ladies' side. and know we'll have it down there. Also, don't forget... Uh, our friends at Playaway Push Guards are going to be down there. Uh, if you haven't already downloaded our previous episode, please do that. Uh, Matt No from Playaway Push, Push Guards joined me. Uh, he was He's a great interview, a great guy to talk about. Matt's going to be in person in Jekyll. Um, so definitely meet him. He's a great guy. He's got a great story. Coaches, if you want your team to have push carts, you don't feel like stuffing them in the Sprinter van or putting them on an airplane, then Matt is your guy at Playaway Push Carts. Also efforting this week to speak with Jim Owen, the head coach at Oglethorpe University, who will be hosting the Jekyll Island tournament this weekend for both the ladies and the men's side. Uh, We'll get a chance to talk to coach and talk a little bit about the tournament, what's upcoming, what to look forward to, so we can get geared up for another great weekend of golf. Other housekeeping, uh, I've still got plenty of stickers left for those of you that need some stickers for your laptops or on your travel bag or on your yardage book whatever we need for uh hit us up on twitter for those uh we should start to see some of those t-shirts becoming getting delivered this week super excited about that as always hit us up on twitter give us a follow download the podcast uh we we love having the interaction and the feedback uh you can start to submit questions for us or tell us stories about the events that you guys are as you guys are doing that we try to do the podcast at the end of the several tournaments in a row. We'll start to kind of call it out when we're going to do stuff on Twitter. So keep your eye out there. And with that, we'll say, hit them straight. Cheers. Maybe. Yes, sir.